Don't look back because the market is closed. Good Monday afternoon, everyone. Tyler here is here with you for today's VRA Investing Podcast, where we give you a brief market recap based on what we see in the VRA Investing System and, more importantly, what we see looking forward for investors. What a Monday it was. A lot to cover here, so let's jump right in. Beginning with the biggest story of the day, once again, China trade talks. In addition to not getting a hint of trade agreement with China last week, this morning, China announced tariffs on $60 billion in U.S. goods. However, the bulk of this news seems to be behind us as the two sides will likely not meet again until the G20 summit in Japan, which is over a month away right now, taking place at the end of June. This is obviously not the news that we would have preferred to see, but regardless about how you feel about the president, you have to support this decision to take a hard stance on China. China has been stealing technology, particularly from American businesses, but also from universities and the U.S. government, including other countries as well. But the annual price tag for this theft in the U.S. alone is estimated north of $200 billion annually. If we continue to look the other way while China continues these practices, they will continue to steal from not only the American people, but our businesses and and countries all over the world. Despite repeated attempts by the U.S. and World Trade Organization to get China to play by the rules, China has continued to go rogue. Now, we see it as game time. China needs to know who they are up against. If they do not make changes soon, they will quickly be going the way of Japan in the early 90s. For more information on that, check out our blog from last week. There are some great facts in there about exactly what happened to Japan at that time and how China seems to be headed the same direction. The trade uncertainty of last week has definitely carried over into this week's trading as today was one of the worst days of trading so far in 2019. As companies with high exposure to China are taking bigger hits like Apple and many semiconductor names just to name a couple there. The Dow finished down on the day and had its first close below its 200 day moving average since February. We would like to see it rally above that level before the end of the week, similar to February. It wasn't there for long and rallied afterwards. The Dow did finish down 2.38% on the day to 25,324. Next up, the S&P 500 finished down 2.41% to 2,811. And the tech-heavy NASDAQ was our biggest loser on the day as the tech sector, which I'll get to here in a second, was hit hard, taking the Nasdaq down 269 points today, or 3.41%, to 7,647. Lastly here, the Russell 2000 finished down on the day 3.18% to 1,523. Now all of our markets are at extreme oversold levels. We continue to believe that this pause will be just that, a pause. With this uncertainty, gold and Bitcoin have begun to pick up the pace. Gold broke back through its $1,300 an ounce mark for the first time since April 11th today, now up over 1% and right at its $1,300 an ounce mark. Bitcoin has had a huge rally in the last two weeks, or or so about a week and a half, as it broke through its $6,000 mark with ease last week, showing little resistance on its way up, breaking through its $7,000 mark over the weekend, and up another 10% today, all the way up to $7,800 a coin now. 
As we've discussed here, Bitcoin has been the risk-on, risk-off market tell for well over two years now, leading equities sharply higher into the 18 top, 2018 that is, then lower, and finally bottoming again in mid-December of last year. Now, looking to lead our markets higher once again. Silver, roughly flat on the day, down slightly at 0.09% to 1477 an ounce. Copper, however, has really been hit hard as it is a heavily trade-related item, now down 2% so far on the day to 271 a pound. Oil had a really interesting day today. It was trading up over 2% this morning on the heels of a reported attack on Saudi Arabia tankers. The reaction to this it was initially taking the price higher as it was over $63 a barrel as the UAE uh, said this posed a threat to shipping and security of global oil supri- supplies. Oil, however, now down 1.3% to $60.86 a barrel, and we'll see if that $60 a barrel mark will hold. Looking to our internals on the day, we have seen some ugly numbers. With the first back-to-back-to-back, negative days for the first time in over four months or right at four months there. This has taken the VRA investing system down from 10 out of 12 screens bullish to 9 out of 12 screens bullish. Still a very bullish outlook from our point of view. This continues to look like a pause, one that we see should prove to be an excellent buying opportunity. As we see it, pullbacks like this must continue to be bought. Now, our internals on the day, advanced declines came in negative with 1,452 advances to 7,481 declines. New highs to new lows, finishing with 176 new highs to 429 new lows. And up-down volume also coming in heavily negative on the day as well. And taking a look now at our sectors, which we saw some pretty negative numbers here. Nine out of our 11 sectors finishing negative on the day. Utilities are only one positive. Finished up, though, nice, a nice over 1% on the day. Real estate unchanged, so really only have one positive uh, sector on the day. But uh, one I'll get to more here in a second. Tech finished down 3.71% on the day, followed there by consumer discretionary, financials, and industrials. So rough day for our sectors on the day. Uh, Now, I want to touch on a few quick hitters here before I wrap this up. Uber finished Friday, or IPO'd on Friday, finishing as one of the worst performing IPOs of all all time, finishing down 7.62% and lost a record $617 million in losses, the worst of any IPO in U.S. history. Uber finished down even worse today, almost 13%. Lyft followed suit as investors just can't wrap their heads around the massive losses that these companies take on a quarterly basis. Lyft finishing down over 6% on the day. And listen to this, taking it down 34% from its IPO price and 46% from its highs from its first day of trading. Clearly, these losses are huge, but that doesn't take away from the fact Uber has over $91 monthly active users. So it is a huge company and has become more than a household name as ride-hailing apps similar to Lyft and Uber have become a part of Minis' everyday commute. These two companies are now at war to prove to investors that they can make up for their huge losses. 
In other trade news, semiconductors, which originally led our markets higher, were hit hard along with tech today as these are heavily affected by China trade. SOX, which is the semiconductor uh, index, finished down 4.73% on the day, now reaching heavily oversold levels. So we will content, we'll see if these losses will find a bottom here. As I said earlier, the bulk of this trade news should be behind us as we await the upcoming G20 meeting. And a couple more quick hitters here. Looking at the trend index, which is the short-term trading index, we finished at a 1.85 today, which is excessively bearish. As contrarians, this is a positive indicator. Also, the put-call ratio started the day a much more negative 1.35, finishing at roughly 1.08. So anything over a 1 is excessive bearishness. Maybe not extreme excessive levels here, but still a positive contrarian indicator. Overall, though, our primary macro thesis has not changed. We are in sell in May and go away, as some 90% of stock market gains do typically come from the months of October to May. But the U.S. economy is still red hot, and we do not rely on China for the strength of our economy. And now that the bulk of that news is behind us, we hope that we can get back to business as usual. And dips must continue to be bought on these news stories. Folks, that's all that we have time for here today. Please be sure to subscribe to receive our VRA podcast in your inbox. You'll receive it every day at the market close. Give it a look at VRAinsider.com. Click the podcast link at the top and you'll see the sign up button right there. Thanks again for tuning in. And until next time, as always, we'll see you back here tomorrow for the close.